You're listening to the Gone Wild Podcast, the unconventional journey of a mom going after her wild dreams and inspiring you to do the same. I'm your host, Karen Cook, mom of two, wife and creative entrepreneur. I was born ambitious and that didn't go away when I had kids. I've taken some big leaps and risks to go after what lights me up and the journey has been so worth it. This podcast is for dreamers and for parents to help you find the courage to go after what you want and have more fun along the way. In these authentic and vulnerable bite-sized personal stories, I hope to inspire you to make positive change in your life. Let's go. Hey there, I'm back. I had a baby about three weeks ago and I'm excited to be recording for you again and talking to you again. Thank you so much for all the reviews so far. It makes me want to keep going. Um, Currently, my husband is working downstairs with the baby attached to him in one of those carrier things. So that's what's happening here because I find that anytime I'm ready to record or take a shower, he starts crying um, and wants to be held. So that's what's happening in this house. It's mid-December here. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas to you all. I hope the holidays feel a little bit different this year because they are. Um, We're still in this pandemic and it's not going anywhere just yet. So, But what I'm here to talk about today is transitions because I think we're all the whole year has been a transition I think December to January is always a transition Um, a lot of us are in transitions with work with kids with so many things and so I want to talk about the idea of transitioning and opportunities transitions can be so uncomfortable. We know that. We know like going back to school in August or September, how difficult that transition can be after the summer or transitioning back into your routine after a nice vacation. With the kids, it seems like they're always in a transition. Every age and stage is another transition. My four-year-old's doing way more screaming than usual. So we're transitioning and how to deal with that. So yeah, I think as parents, you'd think we'd be really good at transition at this point, but it's still hard. Every time we go through some kind of transition, it's still hard. The thing is, is transitions are also opportunities. It's really hard to see it when you're in it because it's just so yucky and uncomfortable. But my husband reminded me one time we had to move and we didn't want to move. And I was so upset. This was from in 2017. We moved from one place in Santa Monica to a different place in Santa Monica. It doesn't sound like a huge deal. But at the time I had a three month old and I was like, I don't want to move. I don't want to spend my maternity leave looking for apartments. But He was saying, Karen, you're just thinking about what we're losing. You're not thinking about what we're gaining. And the reason we don't think about what we're gaining on the other side of the transition is because we don't know what we're gaining. We only know we're losing. We don't know the positives yet of what's on the other side. So 
thought that was so brilliant of him because it's so true. So we only think about what we're losing versus what we're gaining. So when I ended up moving, I ended up moving closer to the beach and had a newer kitchen and more outside space, you know, things like that, that I didn't realize would be so beneficial to my life and lifestyle. Here's another example. So I have a friend that her whole business is shutting down right now. And she was working so hard in that business. And so it's very sad that the business is closing, but also the opportunity on the other side of what's possible next when she has that lifted off her plate and her chest, what's possible is really exciting. And we don't know what that is, so that's scary and uncomfortable, but the opportunities are endless, really. So let's try to keep that in mind when we're in these yucky transition periods that we have the potential to create something brand new, a a new scenario. So what I want you to do and think about is what would be your ideal situation on the other side of this transition? What's sticking the most? What's the most uncomfortable thing? And that's the thing you need to work on. But so my current transition, aside from having a newborn, is I know starting in January or maybe February that I want to and need to go back to work. Our family took a major financial hit in 2020 with my retreats getting canceled and us having to give many thousands of dollars back to all the wonderful guests that booked in 2020. To my husband, who's a 100% commission job recruiter, he places people in jobs in the worst job market in God knows how long. So our family took a big hit financially and we luckily, you know, we have savings. So we've been able to really rely on that. And a lot of people aren't in that situation. So we know, even though it's been financially difficult for us, a lot of people have it much worse. So we try to keep that in mind. But I need to go back to work. I need to help out our family. I used to be a creative director and an art director and a designer. And so I have, I have the capacity to do those things again. I also know the business that I built in 2019. I want to keep that going in some capacity. So I'm in transition right now with what is next for me. And You know, if you are in transition and you don't know what's next, I find that that's where it's most uncomfortable. When we know what's next, we can take steps, you know, where we're good at, okay, so we're, a lot of us are moms, right? So we're good at, okay, this is what's happening. This is what I need to do to make this happen smoother. You know, we are constantly dealing with transitions with our kids or moving or changing schools or, you know, changing grades. So I think we're getting good at transition, but when we don't know what's around the corner, it gets to be a little bit harder. So I'm going to take you through some things that I do when I'm in this uncomfortable phase like I'm in right now. So one thing um, that really stuck with me, because I've been in this position, uh, I think it was 2016, where I went through this, this whole, like, where am I going? What am I doing? I feel like I don't, I'm not grounded. What's next for me and my career with my family? Um, so a quote that I heard in a podcast that really stuck with me was, your next big idea has a gestation period. 
Just like babies, when they're in our wombs, take 10 months to come to fruition and to, you know, come into the world, sometimes ideas take that long too. The next idea or what's next for you or your family. So often if we don't know exactly what the next thing is, I like to remind myself of that, that sometimes it just takes some time. It's not ready yet. If we don't know exactly what our next steps are, we're not meant to know. We're meant to be exploring. We're meant to be experimenting and going towards things. And as we go towards different things, that always gives us feedback. It's like doing research. So we go towards something and that gives us a little bit of insight into, does that feel good? Does that feel right? Um, Is that working or is it not? So I love that quote, and I wish I could remember who it was from, but I don't. So again, I'll just repeat it. It was, ideas have a gestation period, just like babies in the womb do for 10 months. Ideas take time, and maybe they're not ready to come to the surface yet. They're still kind of brewing and cooking. So that makes me feel better because I don't know what I want to do next. I don't know if I want to dive back into just creative direction or experience design or back into my own business. I have a lot of ideas how I feel like I can create experiences for other brands or for private groups, but I just don't know if the world is ready for in-person experiences again yet. So I don't know if I'm willing to invest my time and energy and money into that when I don't know if it will be fruitful right away. So that's two cents about that. I also have a three, four week old baby. Do I, I don't really want to go back immediately. So I don't want to throw myself into something until I know what's right. So that's where I am in my transition. Where are you? Are you, a lot of people have moved. A lot of people have left their job or changed jobs or just the children are home more. So that's a transition. So I just want to, you know, state that transitions are really difficult and they're uncomfortable. And especially when we don't know what's around the corner, it's really uncomfortable. And to kind of give yourself a little bit of grace When we don't know what's around the corner, it's like it's because things are still brewing and cooking. And but when you're in transition, it's a really good opportunity to create what you want. So, for example, I'm working on something called my ideal scene for 2021 with work. And so I learned about ideal scenes through my coach, Heidi Stevens, and I'll link her through in the show notes. Anytime that I have, you know, something I want in my head, I write it down and then I start talking about it with people. And I really, truly believe that's how things manifest when you kind of write them down, get clear what you want, start talking about them. And so I don't exactly know what I do want for work yet, but I I know what I want it to feel like. So Heidi helped me put a name to this exercise, which is called your ideal scene. So in the center of your page, you write down something that you want. If it's work-related, health-related, relationship-related, if you're, you know, trying to manifest a new home. So this exercise for me is right now about work. So I want the ideal work scenario situation for 2021. So that's in the center. And then you have spokes coming around the center of your page. It comes out from the center. So I'll walk you through 
my example for work. I want my work to feel exciting and fun and creative. I want it to be abundant. I want to help support my family. I want money to flow easily. I want it to be part-time. I want to work two to three days a week, ideally nine to two. I want to work on my own because I find that I really, I thrive when I'm working as a solo entrepreneur. You know, I don't mind freelancing for another company, but I don't really want to go into an office right now. Um, I don't really want to be part of a huge team. I like just kind of being in a small group. I want projects and clients to come easily. That happened to me in the fall. A, a project just dropped in my lap and, and there's no reason why that can't happen again. So I want these projects and clients to come easily. I want a sense of flow with my work, a sense of ease and joy. I don't want it to feel difficult. So that's just an example of how I want my work to feel next year. So I'll get more details around that. Um, you know, as I move through this process. But so when we don't know exactly what we want, you can, you know, think about, well, how do we want to feel around the situations? I can't tell you how many times this exercise has worked in my life. I'll give you a few examples, mostly when I need support in my life. So um, when I was looking for an assistant in 2019, when my business was really busy, I wrote down the exact type of person I wanted to hire. And she showed up easily. You know, I wrote it down exactly what I wanted 20 hours a week. I wanted someone young and energetic, someone that loved kids, someone that wanted to grow and learn new things in, in the business. And that's when I hired Lizzie. She basically just showed up and was perfect. It happened again when we moved to Encinitas and I needed support for our family. I needed care. And I wrote down the exact type of care I wanted, the exact hours I wanted, and it showed up. So I'm really, passionate about us speaking our desires out loud on paper and as well out loud and the universe is listening that's one tool that i use to kind of get things moving it's called ideal scenes and i'll link heidi down below she's actually hosting a workshop and a planning guide because december is such a great time to help transition you to the next year here's another exercise i find really helpful I love looking at the year and really writing down a few things. It feels so nourishing to me to take a few times of the month that I'm going to dedicate an hour to two to really think about the year and what I want to bring in for next year. So whether you schedule this or even if it's just, okay, you know what, instead of watching TV for Monday and Tuesday this week, Monday and Tuesday night from 9 to 10 p.m., I'm going to journal with a glass of wine or a cup of tea with music on, with or without my partner. You know, make it fun. You can make it a date. But so I like really thinking back through the year and thinking back what, what did work and what didn't work. And a lot of times when you think about what didn't work, you have so much room for improvement and so much room for growth. So, and then you write down what you do want to see more of in 2021 and what you, your ideal vision of what the best you would look like in 2021. So I did one of those ideal scenes for work. 
And then I did one of those ideal scenes just for my personal life and my family life. And so, like I said earlier, when you know what's next, it's easy to kind of make a game plan and transition more seamlessly. But when you don't know, it's when it's trickier. So I think these exercises are really good to kind of just help you think through what you really do want and how you want to feel next year. So a few more things I want to call in for 2021, a few more opportunities for growth are I want to intentionally add more joy into my life currently and in the future. Um, So this holiday season, I want it to feel joyful. I don't want it to feel stressful. And, you know, we're in control of how we handle these things. So I had a really busy week last week where I tried to get a lot of things done with holiday shopping. And so my goal was if I get this done this week, the next week I'm going to relax and enjoy more. And then I saw, I noticed myself adding more onto my plate this week. And I said, hold up, Karen, the purpose of last week being really busy was so this week can be more calm. So I started taking things off my plate. But we have to constantly, intentionally be aware of what we're adding onto our plate and what needs to stay and what really doesn't, right? And so this morning, I set the intention with myself of I want to feel calm and joyful today. And so by setting that intention, I noticed when it start, I started feeling out of flow because, you know, I have a newborn and I'm in the shower and he's crying and, you know, I feel like I can't often get into a flow. But then this afternoon when my big kids came home, I didn't know what I wanted to do with them. But what felt good in the moment was, hey, do you guys want to make granola together? It's something so easy to do. And so that was like me bringing more joy into my into my afternoon and being calm with the kids doing something fun that I enjoy, that they enjoy. So I noticed that all of a sudden I'm feeling joyful and it likely was because this morning I set the intention. I want to feel calm today and joyful. I don't want to feel stressed. So that was really enjoyable. And then I noticed later in the day I was doing Superwoman with my middle kid and we haven't done that since before I was pregnant. And so that was really joyful and it wasn't an intention that um, I'm going to this is how I'm going to be joyful today. It was just setting the intention that I wanted to feel more joy. And it kind of, I think, put my head in a different space to kind of bring that in. So she was laughing. We were doing Superwoman through all the planets. And, you know, we had so much fun. And it felt really good to just be giggling with my kids again. It's kind of been a while. My point is... We are in control of our experience. So if we want it to be calm and joyful, we can decide that in advance. And then when we see ourselves getting out of calm and not being joyful, we're reminded, oh, I actually wanted to feel calm and joyful today. So what do I need to switch up here? So in summary, transitions are really hard. Give yourself some grace. Schedule some time with yourself to be contemplative. It can be a really enjoyable experience when you're really thinking through what did work this year, what didn't work, what do I want to see more of this holiday season? How do I want to feel during the holidays? 
you know, I'm in control if I want it to be really stressful and frenzied or if I want to really enjoy that my kids are home and let's be extra cozy this year and let's look at the calendar for the rest of December and schedule a few fun activities so we know things are coming but don't over schedule. So I find when I schedule things, like for instance, tomorrow night we're doing a drive-through elf movie experience but because we have that on the calendar the days before and after that are super low-key so that helps us kind of you know make the holidays a little bit less stressful when you have things scheduled um, and then the rest of the time is really relaxed so these are some tips to kind of get through these crazy transitions um there's so much potential in, in the new year. You just need to be a little bit more intentional about where you want your energy to go and how you want to feel. So you can uh, look at Heidi's new workshop that she's having and or just, you know, take out your journal, schedule some time with yourself and take out your journal and write about things that did work in 2020, things that didn't work in 2020, what you want to call in more of in 2021, what you want to call in more of this holiday season. And if you're in transition like I am, how do you want to feel when you're out of this transition? What are you what are you going towards? So for me, it's work. Um, you know, the, I'm trying to call in certain feelings with my work in the future. I have no idea what the work will be. So I hope this was helpful. Please share it with anyone you think could use a little nudge. And also, if you leave a review, you'll be entered to an event session with me where we work through anything that's sticky with you at the moment. Thank you so much for listening. Happiest of holidays to you. I hope they're calm and joyful. And I may not um, post another recording till 2021. So happy new year.